Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Mad Rivers Boulevard, it's Paul and Rach. And the Paul and Rach podcast was born. <laughs> oh, hang on. Oh, I just got to wait for the epidural to wear off. That was a long labour. <laughs> Finally, we are here. And what a locale. Now, this is the thing. We, we did a, a, a test show. And by test show, I mean we recorded one, but my computer shat itself. <laughs> at my house yesterday. But here we are, Harborside. Yes. In one of Rachel's mate's houses. I have never felt more envious in my <laughs> life. Like, like, as in just I went... This is awesome. Yeah, it's an incredible house. And also, it's a level of cleanliness that I believe, as a human being, it's impossible to achieve. I yeah. don't actually understand how he's managed to keep things this clean. Well, I can tell you why. Does he live with somebody else? No, he's just by himself. That'd be the start. Okay, right. Because, like, we, we tried. So, so to give you an idea of, you know, it's it's the white floors, it's the lovely furniture. It's bloody pristine. It's it honestly looks like a, you know... Um, what it's do a you show call? house. Yeah, it's a show house. When you're buying off the plan. This is what you come and look yeah, at. This is like we're living in a home beautiful magazine. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, right down to the little tin thing. It's gorgeous. It's a lovely It's house. beautiful. But the thing is, this is sort of the look, mm-hmm. without as much white, that we're trying to go for at home. home. Now, the thing is, if you live with somebody else, it is impossible to keep your house uber clean mm. because you could be motivated. You're going to put your clothes in the dirty been, by mm-hmm. the way, where is his thirty? I don't think he has. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think he has one. I'm always concerned about people who have nothing like that out on show. Yeah. But so okay. So despite the fact that he's he's generously lent us broadcast, yes. let us broadcast from his harbourside uh, abode. Yeah. We're going to call him mm-hmm. a serial killer with something to hide. <laughs> I'm calling it now. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because something is going on. Has Seriously, he, has he got a has he got a, a business card that's eggshell white? <laughs> the dead giveaway. Now, of course, uh, we have a, a website, paulandrage.com.au, that oh. you can head to, and all of the accoutrements of uh, of a show that you can get in touch with us on Twitter and Facebook. Tasteful nudes. Tasteful nudes only. Black and whites are always welcome. And what I like. Is that you don't give you don't do that that classless thing mm. where it's just one finger across the nip. You've gone whole <laughs> hand just to hold it in. Well done, Doc. <laughs> you disgust me. Uh, now, <laughs> friends of the show from a long time ago, we did this show back in two thousand and nine on uh, on Triple M in Sydney for Drive. Oh, we were number one from memory. <laughs> we, it was, it, we, we were there for ten years. I think both of us made about six mil out of the joint. Hamish and Andy, oh, who? Oh, God. All I remember is they were in our way. I know it must have been so tiresome for them swimming around back there. Um, but a lot of people have gotten in co- contact with us on the Facebook page and reminded us of a lot of things that we had completely forgotten about when we decided to get this uh, podcast up and running, including a few things which I think we will surely bring back, um, including the Manila folder system. Oh, this is... This is a brilliant way to put all of your, you, you know, for, for kids mm. learning radio, mm-hmm. um, and obviously we're on our way to the Hall of Fame, so <laughs> I can probably say this now, is that, uh, you know, you need a manila folder for each of the subject matters that you're talking about. At yep. any one time, you can just, uh, you know, lean over, grab one, <laughs> you know, uh, 
and what's this one? That That's goat news. Yeah, cool. Because <laughs> we thought there'd be a lot of goat news in our show. And I can tell you, in the 25 years that we did Paul and mm-hmm, Rachel on the radio, mm-hmm. there was one story. One story. We've got to get a little bit Maybe. more selective, I think, about our manila folder uh, identification. I think we've got to get a bit better at cleaning it up, especially if we're going to be doing our podcast regularly from this place. Mm. It's a lot too tidy to be using our current manila folder oh, system. Is there a chance this could become the locale? This could become the locale. And I called him a serial killer. <laughs> Okay. Um, No, you're not at all. If you are, just don't come after me. You're wonderful. Meanwhile, if you can hear something flapping in the breeze, that is. I'm going to fix that. Can you fix that? Because that's what happens when you're harborside. You get a little breeze in. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is a big thank you to Michael Snitch uh, for the intro to today's podcast. Um, oh. And back in the days, you back, doll? Oh. Everything's all right? Hang on, just got to get a little <laughs> Just get comfortable. But I feel like we should have a towel or something down on this couch. It looks way too nice to be sitting on. Um, <laughs> We're not that filthy. <laughs> We're about to say some rather grubby things. Well, that's very true. But if you have some <laughs> sweet audio skills, because we used to have a lot of fans of the show that would send us through, you know, lots of different things that they'd made on um, Photoshop and through audio. If you want to give yourself uh, a go at the Paul and Rach podcast intro, by all means, send it on through. That is a very nice idea. If you want to come up with little things, uh, the only thing we'd say is, as, as flattering as it would be, please don't do the two-minute song. It's about you know 30 seconds of audio, 10 seconds of silliness, with a little bed, as we like to call it. Yes, That's exactly. That's underneath. That'd be gold because, mm-hmm. look, one thing that, that has become evident is the mm. Australian radio industry is listening to every word that's going to happen <laughs> on this podcast. So who, who knows? You may well be discovered via the Paul and Rach podcast live from a serial killer's harborside place. <laughs> that is very true. And be sure to thank, uh, thank us when you accept your commercial radio award if they allowed you to do speeches. Uh, <laughs> now let's get right into things because um, we're going to surprise each other here. Usually in radio there's a lot of planning oh, that please, goes on behind please. the scenes. But now we are going to just do what our favourite thing was uh, during our time on the show, which is when we would just sort of throw things upon each other and and talk about certain things. And I wanted to approach things in a roundabout kind of manner that's a little bit different. Because we're in the business... You're fired up today. Am I? No, I'm just... It's good. I like it. But you've come to this with this, it's going to matter, I'm going to... Like, you're great. I may be in shorts right now, but I am maintaining a professional demeanour. Sorry. My apologies. So, because we're in the business of ideas, and when you do like shows and, and you write a, a lot of things, mm. you you take a lot of notes, right? Do you do you use your notes app on your thing? When you think of an idea, you write it down because I do that a bucket load. Yeah, I, I always end up sending myself text messages. Right. So, but the problem is, or I've started to get into to email. Mm. The problem is, I send an email to myself with no subject line in it, <laughs> oh, which yeah. means I can't find it. <laughs> like I just I can't. So I go back, and you know, once every few months when you decide to go for the spring clean mm. um, or the serial killer clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you wipe the place down. Yeah, nobody bring a UV light in here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you'll just go, that's a great idea, mm-hmm. but why did I have that written down? See, my great problem is that in the moment when you're inspired and you're thinking of this thing, you know exactly what you mean by your one line, but then I don't put any explanation down. So what happens is I have a whole raft of notes in my phone that make absolutely no sense. So I thought I would just read through 
the the list of sort of top line notes okay. and you can choose what you would like us to talk about and whether we should delve more into because I haven't opened these. These oh, are just so- some of the more key okay. uh, uh, key sort of notes that make absolutely no sense. Can I no try to guess what the stories are about? Oh, you can do whatever you'd like. Oh, we can be well. we can be as tangential as you want. Okay. Um, so <laughs> this one's a little concerning. Tinder. Uh, uh, I'm not oh, oh, uh. <laughs> We've also got Asian flying water bottles. <laughs> uh, there is one labelled therapist, which I'm not 100% sure we need to open uh, right now. Okay. So I like that when you came out of the therapist, all you wrote was the therapist. <laughs> I think I have labelled this in iTunes under comedy, so I think maybe we'll leave the uh, uh, the opening of that Pandora's box for a later podcast. Let's crying for episode two. <laughs> I love you, mummy. I love you, mummy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can leave my uh, my abandonment issues alone for a couple of weeks. Oh, it's fine. Um, that was a cry for help. Uh, Cabby's talking on the phone uh, is another one. I uh, like that. I like that because yeah. Can I guess what that story is about? Yeah, sure. That that that's that's to do with your horrible racism that's ruining its ugly <laughs> head up again. I mean, anyone who remembers the radio show, Rachel's racism was was quite difficult to deal with, and. <laughs> As somebody who supports a modern and progressive Australia, oh, Rachel, I, I, I believe this this rampant, this clearly, oh, <laughs> they talk on their That's mobile phone. what I said. They. It was merely an observation, race aside, mm. of the fact that I have never seen um, a section of society that has more that have more people to talk to than cab drivers. Have you ever been in a cab with a cabbie that isn't on the phone? No, it's true. I've never had that yeah. many conversations. Who are these people talking to? But, but that's very true. But also, the most uncomfortable one is when they're having the conversation when you get into the cab, mm. and then clearly they say, "Hang on for a second to whoever they're talking to," mm. and then they don't say anything to them for another five minutes, <laughs> yeah. and then come back to them. Yeah. It's the idea that they can't call each other back. Mm, mm. That worries me. But yeah. again, you're racist position. <laughs> Let me just continue. The, probably Rich loves when I do the racist gear. Probably the Asian flying water bottles uh, entry in my notes page <laughs> isn't great for that. Uh, then I have um, driving me nuts. It's just the TV, honey. I don't even know what that even means. <laughs> and then one called I had the mic on. Oh, okay. I've got to guess what that one is. Okay. Uh, that one is you were in the shower. <laughs> I'm going to open it up. Hang on a second. Let me see what it is. Wait a second. I had the mic on. Okay. I had the mic on. Hold this on. This is exciting. We're live here from the serial killer's basement. <laughs> and, let's, uh, let's hope we make it out alive or this thing will never make it to iTunes. All I will say is there is one of those uh, spotlight lamps in the corner. Oh, yes. And uh, if anyone's seen sort of serial killer action, yep. that's often, you know, when they tie somebody to a chair and they turn the light on. Well, that's on. the interrogation line Just, you know, just to say... Uh, you know, you were mean to me at school, weren't you? No, I didn't mean to be. Well, I'm going to teach you a lesson. <laughs> I'm, concer- I'm really going to suggest that he doesn't listen to this podcast, to be honest. That is if I can get it up on iTunes, because right now we're sitting on a couch looking over the harbour, having a great old time. I'm not 100% sure how the technology works, so if you're listening to this on iTunes, well, that is that is great. We've managed to achieve something. Okay. If you're currently listening to it as a ringtone on a Nokia phone, um, we clearly <laughs> meant to upload it in that fashion. Imagine that's the only place the podcast appears. <laughs> on, and like on an old, you know, 6110. Yeah. You know those, those, like the old divorce The ones with phone? Snake. <laughs> that's the only phone. Now everyone goes, compatible for iPhone. No, we're compatible for the Nokia. 6110. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. 
Sorry, just needed a piss break. The, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, now Macquarie Centre in Sydney. Oh, I went ice skating there when I was a kid. I used to be an ice skater. Really? Yes, true story. I had one of those skirts that had an inbuilt pair of underpants because you couldn't do an arabesque skirty and flash. Pants. Yeah, skirty pants. And uh, I used to go down, um, and I had like the white skates with the white covers. This is a bit cute. It it was cute, but the reality and the sort of sparkle tights were that were blossoming? a tan. Well, I wasn't really blossoming. What I was doing doing was trying to be my best friend because my best friend was good at everything. Christy Williamson is her name. Oh, the old Christy Christy Williamson. comes back. How have I forgotten about young Christy? Now, I've really done wonders for Christy's self-esteem over the years on radio because I've told many a story about how I desperately wanted to be her as a young child. And one of the things... You're not in contact with the lady anymore. No, I am. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's just had a baby. We we, we caught up just recently. We hadn't seen each other in a lot of years. But the things you used to say about her. I did. Not you idiot. It's the off air. She listens. She's the one who. She's a. Li- don't she's even a l- listen, okay? She's a what? Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> Welcome back, Martin. Oh, this is going to be really, really, you really fun. Mark was annoying. I know, that's true. Um, but so Christy was great at everything. Sports, she, I mean, she nailed everything. And of course, Christy took up ice skating and she was t- she was great at it. Her and the family used to go to Sun Valley, Idaho to go skiing every year. <laughs> of course they did. Of course they did. Hey, well, Sun, Sun Valley, Idaho, that's hardly Aspen. Oh, well, like it it's was, all right, but it's... Well, apparently it's, you know, I mean, at that time in the 1980s, going yeah. overseas to go skiing was amazing. Wasn't I'm it? I'm in the car for 14 hours going to Caloundra, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so this was, this was pretty exotic and spectacular. Yeah. But she was a very great um, athlete. And so when she took up ice skating, old R. Corbett thought, you know what I need to do. I can do a spin. <laughs> Torval Dean and me. So I went and, and and so I got all the accoutrements, you know, mum and dad bought me all the bits How and pieces. skates? I mean, I know oh, you're not going to remember lot. exactly, but they seem to me, you know, cricket bat would be cheap, uh, footy would be cheap. The whole lot's expensive because you bought it by the skates and the skate guards and the outfits and the lessons are expensive and then you need the McDonald's that you're going to eat every time you go, you know, because you look down on the ice skating rink at Macquarie Centre. Incidentally, mums and dads listening to us, can you please tell us which bit of sporting equipment is the most expensive when you've got a kid, okay? Oh, yeah. com, Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. all the rest. We'll read out your responses next week uh, if I remember that I asked the question. <laughs> That's true. So I, I, I digressed. Anyway, the, the, the upshot of the story is I was, I was a shit-ass ice skater and I was basically oh. just turning up every Saturday trying my very best. But classic. I mean, it was the same when I was in Year 7 and Christy started diving and I started diving. It was the same deal. And when Christy anyway. got into adult films... <laughs> Did that. that was I look I I, I was a little bit. Um, you thought give her some space. I thought yeah. <laughs> it's time for her to follow her. Path. Yeah, exactly. I'll let her pursue her dreams. All right. If so Christy's Macquarie... kids are eventually listening one day, uh, no, Mummy didn't make those movies. That's true. But Macquarie, Macquarie Centre. Wow, that was a roundabout way to get there. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. If there was a program director, in guys, <laughs> about the Macquarie Centre break. <laughs> yeah. Would you have to play music? Quicker in the to hour. the point. They're in the middle of some huge renovation at the moment on one of the shops that are currently being redeveloped Mm -hmm. there's a sign saying exciting new store coming soon (laughs) and this has been a stable of the shopping center redevelopment for about 20 years that when one (laughs) shop goes bankrupt and a poor family become homeless because of the rent that they have to pay to the shopping centers they just whack up a sign saying exciting new store coming soon but we've all been shopping for decades now, right? All of us are across the shopping. I mean, what... 
what is exciting? Welcome to my point. This is it, <laughs> which is what is possibly left in the world of shopping that is exciting. Mm. Unless Macquarie Centre is planning on opening pole dancing classes for hot psychology students at Macquarie <laughs> University across the road, particularly a blonde one I've got my eye on, that would be an exciting new store. But I'm telling you, you open up a blow-drying thing, that oh, ain't exciting. I, no, Candy yeah. electronics, not exciting. Angel music, not exciting. And, a, and wombat, you know, oh. middle-aged women's clothing. If it's another muffin break, <laughs> you know, well, not exciting. Are, I, oh. felt, I felt sorry for these these people who run the pretzel shop there. Mm. because as Who's I was, buying pretzels? But also, who's punching them out at 11 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> yeah. Going, yeah, okay, I get it. We like to call ourselves a little bit New York. We ain't New York. We ain't New York. Yeah. And if you, uh, you know, Mr. Snackman, are oh, uh, poo-pooing the 11 a.m. pretzel, well, then their business model needs some supreme adjustment. But this is my thing. So I don't know what they're going to turn around. I don't know what the alternative thing is that they put on the sign. Maybe just call somebody else we can gouge with rent until <laughs> they go broke. Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. As you know, we're sitting in the serial killer's apartment. My apologies. It's a very generous serial killer, but mm, still. Mm. In front of us, two yep. beautiful pieces of crystal that are known as the decanter. Mm. Now, I'll say this. Yeah. I don't drink, mm-hmm. so people may need to explain to me what the joy of these things are. Mm. I have three decanters in my house. I saw that and yesterday. And we don't drink, but they're sort of nice and they're a bit of a history thing. My nana had one and oh, I got okay, given, you know, There's always some yeah. bullshit connection to it. You're excused. But I'll just say this. Mm. Have you ever been to somebody's house and there's anything in the decanters? <laughs> it's like, n- never. So right here in a place where everything has its place. Yeah. In fact, I'm not suggesting that there's some OCD involved in here, but I'm just going to move this by... Five degrees and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're, I'm, I'm seriously going to pay for that. Yeah, but nothing in the decanters. No. So my whole thing is, mm. again, uh, you know, what are they supposed to be for whiskey and all of this? Yeah, and also who's got a wet bar? You know, like my dad did in the in the 1980s in, in his office. Like he had sort of these sort of crystal arrangements filled with whiskey and God he would, him. I know. But they weren't crystal. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, crystal. bless him, right? And he yeah. used to have business people around and he would actually whip out the whiskey madman style at like 11 o'clock. It was ridiculous. Uh, 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 it was, And we all wonder why the family went bankrupt. But <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Do we want to get into the truth on the internet? <laughs> Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. Now, I thought it wouldn't be a bad uh, idea if we sort of started the process of um, amassing some segment mm, ideas. Some new... Some new segment. <laughs> exactly. I thought that there might be something uh, we could do called Tech Time. Oh, yes. Oh, hang on. Oh, I've got an intro for it. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, that's not an intro. That's done. Well, hang on. Maybe another one. <laughs> what? <laughs> what about this one? Oh, that's, that's actually not bad. Welcome to Paul and Rachel's Tech Time. <laughs> Are we going we're just going to go through my phone. I've got quite a few options. This is the <laughs> You know what this makes me think of? You know back in the days when you took the train <laughs> and you'd be on the train with someone with a Nokia 5110 and they were going through all their flipping ringtones out loud working out which one. That was annoying. And by the way, if you've still got one of those old phones, which is the only way you can hear the Paul and Roach podcast, <laughs> uh, uh, please take it off. Ding, 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 ding. Now in tech time... Hang on. Oh, don't have <laughs> I, I can't do recall audio. I'm sitting on a couch with my... <laughs> <laughs>
Jesus. Okay, in tech time, um, I thought oh, we could discuss the dating app du jour at Tinder. Okay, now Tinder. Now, I've got to say, this slightly intrigues me. Mm-hmm. But kind of scares me. Yeah. I'm, you know, internet dating, fine. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a Christian Mingle, I'm a member. And, uh, <laughs> Due date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Get off due date. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Great. So then, so then, if, if so, with Tinder, mm-hmm. if I'm a member, mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm up for touching. <laughs> <laughs> is well, it like a it's, commitment thing? No, 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 because Blender, I believe, is the hetero version of that. That's just when you want to blend your downstairs well, and, bits. And you have to. So one of the terms and conditions is whoever says they you kind of agree. Well, no, it's not. you don't have to, but you, it's pretty much implied, I believe, that when you're going on Blender, you're looking for somebody to you know probably not see after you wake up. So, for example, mm. if you were getting onto a roller coaster, you would not be, mm. you would not be expecting, I'd have no idea what I was trying to say. <laughs> I, I was going on this whole like metaphor thing of like, okay. you know, like. And then to, the roller coaster derailed. To not expect the, un- oh Jesus. Okay, well, Tinder. By the way, do you know somebody died on a roller coaster this year? What? Yeah, somebody died. Like the, Fell the out? The safety harness went. <gasps> and then, no. <laughs> No, that's yeah. my great fear. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, well, Happy Australia brought- Day. <laughs> that's brought things down. That's <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to kick the shit out of that. Anyway. Anyway. So Tinder, Tinder. is, it, yeah, it's, it's sort of not as full on as internet dating where people have gotten, you know, I mean, it's the it's a 10-page dissertation about why they're looking for love and all of the profile. I'm lonely and like the stars. Exactly. But this is just a picture and if you'd like it. A tagline. Only if you'd like. Okay, so is is it tagline, i.e. Twitter, where it's like, you know, lover of all great things, food. Bingo. We are talking work hard, play hard, Uh, kill me, or love and life, or, you know, just all of those horrible cliches. I like the the women who go, I've got lots of issues, but makeup covers them. If I push my boobs up, you won't know how unhappy I am. <laughs> I cry myself to sleep at night. That I'm kind really of stuff. Clingy, just like this dress. <laughs> so one of the things, I mean, I flicked through a little bit on the old tins. Uh, oh the God, tins. I just truly said that, the didn't tins. I? Oh, okay, all right. I take oh, that back. I'm how sorry. Was everything there in high school. I <laughs> is it fun? <laughs> Did you do well in the HSC this year with your tins? Tins. <laughs> I want you know. No, what? That oh. was an actual text message. <laughs> it's not just the tech time intro. Yeah. Some of the things that I've noticed that are, are perplexing to me. The first is that well-known celebrity <laughs> is on there. <laughs> no, he's I, not. He is. I have beeped that out because it's potentially libelous. But I've seen him on there, and this okay, is no, a no, no, married no. with children man. Okay. Not looks like. Not no. like. Looks like same size, same hair colour. No, kinda, could 100% be just... is him. We had a whole lot of mutual media friends because it comes up who's your mutual on Facebook friends. It was him and he was on there. But he's in like the, the, the lady magazines. Yeah. Uh, you know, constantly his... saying, I love my family. Exactly. And he's I'm... on Tinder. I know. Maybe it's a TV stunt. Who knows? I don't think it is. Some... <laughs> you heard it here first. Can you hit him up? No, I'm not going to bloody well hit him up. Well, can we use you as bait? No. We're just, just, to, just to out him. Why are you okay. going to put me in a bloody pair of clear stripper heels and send me off into the wilderness? Well, otherwise known as Sunday. <laughs> but my thing is, I reckon... So, okay, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Do you want 100 grand? Hang on a minute. No, no, no. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Wait a second. All you've got to do is reply to... Yeah. Get the back and forth and then screen cap the conversation, sell it to New Idea. 
Okay, you've known grand. you've known me for six years. Yeah. What part of that plan do you think would appeal to me? The one that has to pay the rent next <laughs> week. <laughs> we ain't getting much ready for this podcast, that's for sure. So some of the things that I've noticed when going through uh, Tinder. The tins. The tins, oh. as we call it. I know, that's disgusting. I won't say that again. I apologise. How about the individuals that have up as their opening pick? Their wedding photo. <laughs> I'm looking for roots. Yeah. I'm looking for a mate. Yeah. But here's my wedding but pic. But you see, this is what I don't understand. Here's the thing. Are you previously married, but you're putting up that photo because you want people to see your marriage material, even ah. though it's fallen to bits? Or you're saying, here I am on my best day. Exactly. Right. But what kind of deluded idea That's... is it that you think, you know what a woman's going to really love? A picture of me and my ex-wife. Yeah, correct. <laughs> By the way, while we're just out here, men and women alike, friends included, who we love and adore, no more Facebook profile photos that in your are bikini? your wedding photos. Oh, in the wedding photos, okay. yeah. Bikinis, episode two. We'll yeah. get into all of that. <laughs> okay. But we're going to have a little disagreement. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I Tinder. Bet we are. Okay. Back to Tinder. The number of people that men that have a photo with the giving the bird. Oh, oh what a keeper. Oh, I know. Yes, please. <laughs> Do you know what I would just love to get into a relationship with somebody who, before I've even met them, is telling me to f off? <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. Thank you to all of the people who emailed in during the start of the podcast saying that I need to learn to talk into the microphone. <laughs> that is now happening. So thank you to everyone with your feedback. We Literally, how instant is that shit that we recorded this like two days ago, but your emails have been heard. They've made a difference. They truly have. <laughs> New segment time. <gasps> yes. Do we have an intro for it? Well, we're going to make one up okay. together, okay? Right, yep. It's called The Awful Truth. If you can make one for us, send it to us now. <laughs> Paul no, okay, the awful truth. Okay. I want to do this here where every now and then I think you and I uh, sometimes just have to tell the world what maybe it doesn't want to hear, okay? okay. And I've got to tell ladies, oh, no, ladies something that maybe they don't want to hear. What? Maxi dresses aren't sexy. Shut your face. Maxi dresses... Are not sexy. Oh, shut up. I'm sorry. I know everyone loves the maxi dress. My wife loves them. She will be kicking me in bed listening to this right now. But the maxi dress, you lose all the good girl shape. Instead, it sort of becomes a little bit like, dare I say, remember the ballerina that went over the toilet roll? Just what? it all just fans out in some giant triangle of not sexy. Hang on a second. What? Well, it makes us look Victorian or well, something. Well, there's, there's, yeah. Well, it, it, it gives us a bum. Well, you sort of, we okay, you don't have hips. My wife does not have hips. Mm. Super hot chicks don't. As soon as the maxi dress is on, you look Hips. like you do. I just, I think that it is cop-out clothing. Okay. In the same way that for a man to wear a muumu would be cop-out clothing because you've just decided to wear a sheet. Okay. okay. I think that effectively a sheet with elastic around your buzzies yeah. is lazy clothing. Okay. Let me just talk to you about something because as you were talking, I just had a moment of clarity. We did say earlier on in the podcast that yesterday we, we actually did record a podcast, uh, mm. only we got 50 minutes in and the, and the program crashed. Hey. So we had to start again. Um, uh, but yesterday, yes. 
I believe there was one of the two of us <laughs> in a maxi dress. <laughs> oh, shit. You were too. This was not oh. a comment on your maxi dress. I, I came to your house. You look good yesterday. Oh, here we go. Operation mop up. Look at you. Put the reversing uh, sound I, on. Beep, beep, beep. Back you go. This honestly was not a conversation about you. I was in a flipping maxi dress yesterday. All right, but still, I stand by it. Maxi, <laughs> I'm gonna, if, I, if I'm going to power on. I'm going to power on over the cliff. Okay. Maxi dresses, get rid of them, ladies. That's your awful truth for this week, which is I'm sorry. I know it's free-flowing and wonderful and airy and all of that for you, but it ain't fun to look at. You you say the segment name again and I might have a, a, a like an outro for it. This ready? is Paul and Rachel's Awful Truth. <gasps> you can't say that. <laughs> Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. Hi. <laughs> It's okay. We, you don't, you don't have to wait for anything. It's like oh, I don't know what you, you. It was this massive pause, and I'm looking at it, going, "Yeah, it's it's okay. Like we don't have to wait for the song to end. Do you want me to go play Cold Hard Bitch like it was old Triple M? Cold Hard Bitch. Something sounds like it's ripped off from the Beatles. Yeah. Okay, now I can start. I wanted to talk to you because obviously, um, people that listened to our little intro to this podcast when we originally announced that we were going to be doing it, we talked a little bit about Abby Winters. <laughs> Great site. Abby Winters. <laughs> Great site. Great local business. <laughs> Great Australian business that I'm going to support. Do you think that the NAB um, are sort of supporting them for their small business <laughs> awards? And they got, you know, you know, you see all those ads yep. around town for the yep. small, you know, support local business or whatever. Do you think Abby Winters comes under that category? Too big to ignore. That's uh, that's the campaign. <laughs> Abby Winters, certainly some of them. Too big to ignore. And I will also put this out there: Telstra Businesswoman of the Year. Abby Winters. Abby Winters, congratulations. I don't know right. where it's based, but mm. I'm assuming... Newtown. Yeah, I'm assuming it's, a, it's got a Newtown hue yep. or sort of far northern New South Wales. If right. anyone actually knows, like actually, actually knows... Bonnerh.com.au, send us an email, get in touch. Uh, now, I, I bring this up because, you know, you <laughs> you understand the world of pornography and um, how important it is to clear one's history I'm on the, a regular basis. I'm aware it exists. <laughs> yeah. To clear one's history? Yes, vital, vital. You know, there is nothing, nothing dodgier than when you're sitting at somebody's computer and they type something into the top bar and nothing drops down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go, what were you doing before I turned up here? Exactly. They go, could explain oh. why this house is so clean. <laughs> Exactly. There is a man who clears his history regularly. That said, though, can I say the the, the Mac is it feels better to clear the history than the PC, but I don't trust that it's just one button clear history. Like I want to clear history. I want to clear cache. I oh yeah, clear... cookies. Yeah, but does that like oh, just clear history seems to be the only option on a Mac? Yeah, but see, this is the great you know furphy of our time that you clearing or deleting anything on your Mac actually gets rid of it. I mean, if mm. you you know if I took this laptop and threw it over into the harbour, it sunk to the bottom for fifteen years. Then we dragged it out, dropped it, and smashed it. Some forensic you. Know, know dude could recover the fact that you know we were recording about abby winters it's all there imagine that in 15 years time you go wow i found this time capsule i wonder what's on it and this was the shit they found so like the world's been leveled yep. yeah, indonesia invaded us yeah we, we don't exist anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this is the only time capsule the paul and rach podcast <laughs> lives on forever now i went across, around to a friend's place the other night i what were you wearing <sighs> God, I don't know, jeans, I think, Ooh. and a jumper. What, what, what socks did you have on? I didn't have socks. 
I just had like um, a, a slip-on shoe arrangement. Oh. I believe they called it a court shoe in the 1990s. Oh. And what, uh, what, what T-shirt did you have on? I don't know. I think it was just a basic white. Continue. <laughs> You're getting an insight to the beginning of all of our phone conversations between Paul and I. This is what happens before we get into the business of things. Anyway, he lives across the road from a brothel. Of course he does. And when like you a well-known one or one of those sort of suburban uh, – there's one in Ride, I can say it, mm. where it's just it just exists and it's a unit block and – Every other unit doesn't have bars on the windows except the knock shop. <laughs> okay, right. They go, geez, I wonder which one's the knock shop. It's, it's a well-known. It's a well-known okay. one. But basically, if he stands in his kitchen window, he gets full view. And the other night... What, of the customers? Of the customers doing whatever they do. That is a disgraceful lack of uh, uh, discretion from the brothel owner. My question would be, if you have porn directly outside your window... Yes. I mean... To think that you are, as a man, not dropping in on that to check it out oh, pretty much 24-7. Yes. I mean, this is the perfect situation. There is no need to clear history because you are getting a live stream yes. across from your apartment anytime yes. you desire it. Yes. And, I mean, do you... I can tell you what the neighbours would be more creeped out by. What? Your act of self-love on the balcony versus <laughs> people paying for sex across the road. Okay? That's why he just goes, yeah, that's inspired me to go somewhere to else. To go somewhere else. Let me tell you just quickly, I don't I mean, I don't know, know whether I need to touch on this because it's a bit sad. Oh. But I, the, Does the, the bit dog that die? I, no, no, it doesn't. By the way, dog dies at the end of Marley and me. Oh, that's sad. Um, when I was standing in the kitchen window looking out across and seeing what goes on because he'd sort of said, oh, quick there, you know, something's happening over there. You know what it was? It was just this naked lady <laughs> and she was sort of sitting there and all we could see, we couldn't see the dude but all we could see was his hands sort of awkwardly resting on her knees like he wasn't like he was trying to make mm. the rest of the leap but just wasn't kind of sure and you know I mean we watched it for a good 10 minutes and nothing ever happened and I felt I felt very sorry for the bloke you're right that is, that is a sad ending to this segment Get <laughs> <laughs> the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page new segment time yay it's Paul and Rach Go to the movies. <laughs> and I'm making a... Yeah, you need a... Yeah, I was just thinking... The film sound. I, I don't know why I'm doing the hand cranking Yeah, what are we thing. playing, charades? This is an audio medium. Yeah, first things first, <laughs> not the 1920s. <laughs> yep, okay, two syllables. Let's go, yep. Okay, now, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yes. What a bloody fantastic movie. Very good bit long, I thought. Uh, yeah, it is a little bit long, mm. but welcome... You and me, we are joined at the thing. Mm. <laughs> I've had enough of whinging about long movies yep. before people see the movie. Now, if you go and see The Hobbit and go, geez, probably could have knocked 20 minutes out of that, yeah. that's fine. But I've got mates who will not see The Wolf of Wall Street. Mate, I'm not spending three hours at the movies. <laughs> oh, but you'll spend six watching football at home. <laughs> What's the difference? You'll get DVT from both. Yes, absolutely. I don't get this thing where it, it's, it's like, you know, the people who answer their phones in the cinema. What, do you have something else to do? Mm. How are you that 
busy <laughs> that it's not the highlight of your day mm. to go and sit in a comfy chair mm. watching a massive television while drinking frozen Coke mm. and maybe, just maybe touching bra of the person <laughs> next to you. I will say, though, when did we get to a stage where now the base level for a film is three hours? Yeah, well, no, the, the, the classy given an Oscar movie thing is three hours. That said, I, I in reverse... So if I see a movie is 89 minutes and mm. it's a comedy, I'll mm. go, it's shit. shit. And it's and because clearly like the legal definition of a movie must be 89 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Because they've just gone, how do we stretch this shit out for yep, 89 yep, minutes? Yep. But you don't think you. that that's the, you don't think that they've just crushed the gold into 89 minutes? Uh, not in Anchorman. They crushed <laughs> it into the two and a half minutes of the trailer. <laughs> that was shit. Oh, how was, I mean, for the spoiler alert for those of you that hasn't haven't seen it, but what the hell was that sort of final scene with the fight off and oh, here's the thing right i had to interview the the cast oh rubbish for the last show that i did now they're all lovely guys in their own right i had a bit of an episode where i turned up uh you know american jewels couldn't uh, make it to the interview so i rocked up on my own now they had what, what were you wearing <laughs> 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 Moving on. I turned up and they had three seats set up, right? And I walked oh, in. No. I said, oh, it's just me. And it was f- the four members of the of the cast. And are they all sitting there? They're all sitting there so already. So you have to awkwardly walk in. So all the stars are there. Steve Carell, yes. Will Farrell, Paul Rudd Paul and Rudd the ball guy. Mate. Yeah, yeah. old mate. Who I, do, I still <laughs> don't know his name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, so they moved the seats away and I sort of said, you know, I mean, it's awkward. It's a sausage factory, right? You yeah. can't, it's literally a conveyor belt of interviews coming through. Everybody's trying to do something wacky yeah. and zany. Hey, guys, here's a script we could read together. Hey, yeah. we've done this song. Could we do it? It's just all horrible. And people need to know that the movie company keeps the tape before. Yeah. You, so, so the whole thing is you can't say anything controversial, anything a bit like, oh, the movie was a bit shit. Yeah, <laughs> if you nothing. say anything, you don't get the tape. Yeah, it's So great. I've rocked in and as they're moving the chairs around, there's a bit of sort of awkward silence. So I thought, oh, you know, we'll just sort of see if we can build a bit of rapport here. <laughs> 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 Gets them every time. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you can go all Mr. Methane on us there, but just on command. Who knew? Art Corbett, whatever she wants. <laughs> I've, I've got the skills. Oh, seriously. Anyway, so I've just dropped a bit of, oh, you know, as they're moving the chairs away, I go, oh, four on one. This is oh. technically a. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's your opener to Hollywood celebrities. Now, let me say, let me finish by saying. <laughs> I know, I know. It was the best I could come up with under stressful circumstances. They got into it. They were, you know, they're having a laugh. We're all having a joke, whatever. You know, they were like, oh, yeah, making some jokes about that. You know, we're we're like, okay, we're moving fine. We're doing great. So I sit down. I said, anyway, moving on and started asking another question. The audio guy said, we're not recording yet. I was like, hang on a second. We got three and a half minutes of gear there with the cast of Anchorman and not an ounce of it is down on tape. Yeah. And I'm devastated. Anyway, so I, he said, okay, we're rolling. You can start now. So I, so I thought, look, I'll just revisit the Oh. It worked so well the uh, first time. Uh, uh. Now, what I forgot to sort of think about was that the cast of Anchorman are fine to do a bit of blue gear when there's no tape rolling. But the, what, let me guess, the star of Evan Almighty? <laughs> oh. Probably not into it. He was. Despicable Me too doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> he of all four, yeah. and I am a massive Steve Carell fan, he of all four was the least impressed of the bunch. Yeah. And I just, from that point on, and, th- and that, that point you? on was the beginning, 
I was dead to them. Oh. They gave me nothing. So hang on. So so off air, hilarious, hilarious, yeah. hilarious. Yeah. You go for the grubby stuff or the yeah. fun stuff mm. um, in the tape, and then it's like whoa, 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 yeah, hey, yeah. what's this crazy lady on about? Yeah, it was it was a little bit left Hollywood fake. <laughs> but then you sort of have to talk about things, which was you know. Now I'm a big fan of the Anchorman film, the first one. I'm a big fan of all of those actors independently. But then you've got to sort of talk about the fact that you know this offering is. A little shit. Well, but let's be honest too. It's not the Travelling Wilburys. Like it's not like you know awesome <laughs> singles artists who when they get together, wow, what an ensemble! <laughs> I mean, to me, it's also the thing about Anchorman Two that really pissed me off was I can't stand when funny movies. And look, I wouldn't know how to write a funny movie, but when they just decide dress ups and screaming yeah. is funny, <laughs> yes, and you exactly. go, it's not. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why screaming and mm. the singing with the dolphin or whatever oh, yeah, that's, it's just like I know they're trying for absurd and all it's just shit mm. and you just go this is kind of like when George Lucas had nobody around him making the three shitty Star Wars movies yep, yep. that said whoa, whoa, whoa dude maybe not Jar Jar Binks mm-hmm. somebody should have been around those guys going mm, maybe a little less Yelling, yelling more funny exactly now I, I let me That'd say here good. let me say here david and margaret look over your shoulder because that's paul and rage going, going to, to the, the movies. movies you're listening to paul and rage now we're giving you a lot in the inaugural podcast yeah uh, and give us quiet feedback don't yell at us on the facebook page do you want an hour do you want mm-hmm. 20 minutes what's like good for you because i the podcast i like to listen to about an hour. If you can bring it in on an hour, yep. nice and solid. Do you yep. like an hour Yeah, yeah no, I don't mind 45 to an hour. And, yeah. you know, we're flexible. And we are here for you. So give us the feedback at paulandrach.com.au. And, uh, <laughs> and don't forget the tasteful nudes uh, attached. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, and don't send us tasteful nudes because there'll be some bloke going, I'm going to send Rach a photo on me. Oh, yeah. You know, somebody asked me to send a photo of my feet once to them. Let me have a look at your feet. I don't know. This is hang weird, on. though. Hang don't on, no, don't no, touch them. No, let me take them. the slipper off. No, don't touch them. Just no, come on, look trust. at them from afar. No, just I'm not. Just, don't trust. Just look at them from afar. Oh. They're not terrible, right? But I don't think they need to be photographed and sent on for the masses. No. <laughs> oh, shut up. Listen, let You're me... right. Toe does come in a bit. Oh, no. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> let me let me move from uh, from something else feet related. I've, I may have made a terrible mistake uh, in that I believe you never <laughs> in your know, life a bad choice. I know it's where would it be? I know it's so hard to imagine. <laughs> uh, I may. Oh have no, we weren't recording. Kidding. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's yesterday all over again. I, I may have um, uh, locked don't myself know. into a half marathon. Oh, don't. Oh, oh no. This is, okay, you know I'm a yes man, P. Murray, and once I've said yes, then, then shit happens. With right? the exclusion of a gay threesome, but anyway, <laughs> that's a story none of you will ever know about. That's right, because that's on the program that crashed yesterday <laughs> when we recorded. Recorded this the first time, and I'm sorry, we're not doing it again for you. That's true. That's true. But you'll if you just really no, no. <laughs> you'll just get to guess. Uh, Half now, marathon. Okay, and my lovely friend Amelia, who is just bang up for a marathon, tri- Ironman, mm. triathlon, oh, you I'm name bang up it. For her too. <laughs> I bet you are. She has sent me just a brief schedule. Oh. 
of some of the runs that I can join her on. Now, I definitely want to train with her because I don't want to train with my, by myself. Okay, being fat, I don't even watch marathons. I yeah. won't run them. Mm. Uh, a half marathon. Is a half or full marathon, sorry? It's a half, so okay, 21 half. or yeah, whatever. What, what are the breakdowns of a half marathon? What have you got to do? 20K swim, 20K run? It's just 21 run. 21 oh, right. minutes of running. That's it. I mean, so that's a lie. 21 K. Oh, of course. Why of am running. I thinking that a marathon is a triathlon? No. I'm a <laughs> idiot. <laughs> 21 K. So it's about two hours, although for me it's probably going to be about nine as I crawl <laughs> over the end of the line. Right, hey, anyway, you'll so, do it. I, I believe in you. I just don't believe in myself. I believe I can run. I believe you can run. So she sent me, and this is just the schedule from March 9 because she's doing a try before we even get to the half marathon. So mm. this is after she's done her try training, then I join her. So I'm expected between now and March 9 to do my own version of this. Okay. And then from March 9, this begins. March 9, we're running 12 kilometres for 70 minutes. Get 16, we're doing 10Ks for 60. Mm. March 23rd, 12Ks. March 30, 14K. Oh. April 16, 10K. April 14, 16K. April 19, 18K. No, 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 no. April 27, 20K. May 4th, 11K. May 11, 11K. And then it's bloody race day. No, no, no. Enough. I, what Are have I raise, done? Okay. Are you raising money for a thing? Oh, I don't know. I hope not because I haven't done any yeah, of that. If you're raising money for a thing, yay. If you're not raising money for a thing, get out. Yeah, but this is one of those things. When you get to your 30s, apparently everybody starts doing marathons and triathletes. Oh, and I feel like I'm being... Going, yes. Yeah, no, I've, I've had all the conversation I'll ever have, so I'm just going to exercise. <laughs> like, you know, oh, I've travelled everywhere I need to go, so I'm just going to go up and down that hill a few times. <laughs> for Christ's sake, people. I understand. I don't... Look. Nobody wants to die of a heart attack, but the idea of running I know. for a whole day, tens of kilometres, good luck to you, but you can take your loose shorts with a slit up the side <laughs> and stick know. it up your ass. I have, I've, I completely agree, and I hate running, but I tried a few times to run, and I've, I've given it a few goes. You know what happened to me the fir- after the first, thir- after the third run I ever did? Hit by a car? No, my <laughs> pelvis collapsed. <laughs> How does one's pelvis I don't know. Collapse? I don't know, but I literally was horizontal for sort of a week and then the osteo had to get me back into shape and I spent sort of three and a half weeks sort of horizontal trying to work myself back to hell. Are you sure that Marcus just didn't have the suction on when you had the last colonic? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he was the wrong way around. That's he broke you. Oh, dear God, P. Murray. Follow the guys on Twitter at Paul and Rach. That's our first little podcast. That's it. Though. I think now that we've finally gotten to the colonic gear, I think that was sort of, you know, the last, you know, 40 minutes has really been us just weaving around <laughs> trying to get there. Yeah, but here's the deal. Um, we want the podcast to be real. We don't want it to be like a fake radio show. We don't want to be, um, you know, God love, thank you, the radio press who actually gave this a bit of a pump up. But one person wrote, is it an audition? Well, no. No, it's no. just us mucking around. But um, thank you for all your support. I can't mm. believe that you guys have sat around for couple of years now, three years, mm. uh, with nothing. Yeah, nothing I know. And the fact that you're still there and you're still interested and we've gotten all of your tweets and Facebook messages and emails on the website, you can head to paulandrach.com.au. We're really just chuffed that you uh, even want to listen. Even if there's two of you out there or 200, it doesn't matter. We're doing this basically because we love to work together and we want to do it. So any feedback that you have or anything that you'd like to hear, if you want to shout out any of that stuff, please email us and we'd be only too happy to oblige. Correct. Now, if you would like uh, as well... Um, 
to do us a favour, if, if possible. I know we're, we're only one in, but it's a favour. Subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, give it five stars and write a bit of a review because it'll make us look awesome to everyone else. Mm, um, unless the review says, these guys suck. Yeah, it'll still count as a review, <laughs> which helps. Uh, now, I want to give Australia a gift oh. and it's a gift of a story. Oh, yes. Now, this was uh, was tastefully uh, rebadged as Rachel's Story Time. <gasps> yes. But it's old school and it began on the night's program mm-hmm. for Paul and Rach. So this is for the oldest of old school fans where we take a story from Picture Magazine yep. and do Rach reads a porno but the dirty bits are replaced by the word washing machine. Yes. Now, this was the original way that we did it and we will be finishing each uh, each week with uh, Rach Reads a Porno. But um, we would love your suggestions for safe words as well. And each week I will post something up uh, on our Facebook page. So feel free to suggest them. Now, yes. I used to buy these for you and give them to you. Mm-hmm. But now you've got your own little collection and you've been doing it for a while. Do you just go to the servo every week and buy one? Well, you see, I amassed them because I took it over to uh, to the show that I did recently with the uh, with uh, Triple M. Yeah, it was good. And so uh, I just when when you know when we were sort of packing up our lives and getting out of our desks <laughs> uh, post haste, we I, I went through all of the old pornos because I had amassed a collection <laughs> of hundreds and just ripped out the story times good because girl. I felt. I might need them again. Yeah, so you, you know? knew what to grab. I knew. The bushfire was coming. You grabbed the family photos and the porn. I grabbed the filth, exactly. So uh, today's story is called Nerds of a Feather. Oh. I'm a hardcore gamer girl and I love going to LAN parties, Sexy. whatever that is. LAN That's where parties. Mm, LAN parties. I think she's going to explain. That's where a bunch of us set up our computers in a room and spend the night playing against each other, eating pizza and knocking back fizzy drink. <laughs> Hang on, this sounds sexy. This was from Picture Magazine, but not Dolly. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't it? Because currently she sounds not quite of 18. We'll have a look at the picture. I certainly hope it's not from Dolly. And because I'm the only girl there, oh God, I don't like where this is going, I usually pick up a washing machine off a washing machine nerd at the end of the (laughs) night. When I turned up the other night, the boys were fawning over another chick. She had long black hair, big washing machines and a tattoo of a character from a game called Final Fantasy VII on her arm. And I wanted to washing machine her so, so bad. We sat next to each other and started playing Counter-Strike and she kept killing me because I was too busy checking out her firm washing machines. And I wasn't the only one. All the other dorks were drooling over her too. After getting shot for the 50th time, I couldn't take it anymore and told the new girl she deserved a prize for being so good. Me. (laughs) She pulled me closer and we washing machined, giving me the perfect opportunity to touch those big firm washing machines of hers. As the dweebs crowded around looking for a closer look, I washing machine the chick's washing machines, washing machined off her washing machines and washing machine my washing machine up her washing machine. What? what? Her washing machine. (laughs) Tasted washing machine. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure I wait made her washing machine. Oh. We cleared some space and had an intense washing machine <laughs> on the floor. I explored every inch of the new girl's washing machine with my washing machine. Oh. And it was and it was a washing machine having the boys standing around washing machining no, over. No, us. no, no. <laughs> After we'd both washing machine, oh. me and the new chick. 
Washing machine over our computers and oh, let the oh. nerds washing machine. Oh, hang on. Washing machine over our computers. <laughs> so next time you see a computer dog, don't give him shit because he's probably getting more action than you. See you next week. You're listening to Paul and Rach.